Rachel, and welcome to the Recovery Daily Podcast. Today I'm talking about self-respect and anger, and the reason why is because somebody pissed me off today. So I'm just going to talk through some of the stuff um, that we can do to... um, to work through when, when somebody pisses us off. So, uh, and it all starts with self-respect. So self-respect does not require us to be aggressive towards somebody. It doesn't require us to be defensive or entitled. It's really about having a strong sense of personal values. And it's uh, having consistency in our self-talk, in what we say versus what we do, and also building boundaries. So the better I am at respecting myself and the more consistent I am with my values, um, the better I can respect others and the better I can be respected by others. And so um, I think for me, being consistent with my values, the only way that I can be consistent with my values, and I'll talk a little bit about what my values are, and you can go through the exercise yourself maybe for for, um, figuring out what your values are, what your top values are. But the only way that I can be consistent with my values um, is by pausing and not reacting to people. And that has, it, it takes a lot of restraint on my part, but I really, it, it's been important for me to have other tools that I can use so that practicing restraint and pausing when somebody pisses you off Um, does not mean that you just ignore that you're pissed off. It's, for me, it's, I've got to find another place to put it. That anger is energy and it needs to get out of me. So I have to find some way to do that. I've talked about my God box and I'll probably end with the God box, but here are some, um, just some, I think, getting to know yourself and what your boundaries are, and what your values are, uh, just being more aware, more self-aware, is um, is a great way of taming anger. So, um, without much effort, you can show others how you wish to be treated by simply displaying self-respect and patience. So you start building a sense of self through these values. And um, values don't have to be things that you're great at. They are things that matter the most to you where, and, and where you lean towards making progress. So what I've done is I've written down uh, what my values are. And I did this through an exercise where I, I was 
I made a list of a lot of the different values that <clears throat> that I have and um, and then I kind of honed in on the ones that mean the most to me. <clears throat> so any of you can do this. If you just, uh, m you know, look up a list of, of different values, like here are some examples. Do you value uh, cleanliness, comfort, connection, courage, reflection, <clears throat> excuse me, politeness, love, wealth, flexibility, honesty, like the list goes on and on. And so um, you can probably just Google a list of values and really just try to identify what are some that mean that mean a lot to you. And then um, what I did was I went back through the ones that I tagged as what mean a lot to me and I put another little a check mark next to it if it means more than the others. And then I did it again. I read the list a third time and put another check uh, by the ones that mean the most. So what I had come up with are communication and I just lost my place on my... Uh, remarkable notebook so you're gonna have to bear with me mine are communication health and learning so um, next I went through and identified why these are important to me so how do I uphold these um, communication is important to me because as uh, over the past few years as I've gotten I've I've put down the drink and have continued to work on my sobriety and sobriety is not just not drinking but it's it's uh, sobriety in your mind it's it's learning how to live without a drink so as I've been learning how to live without a drink I have found that that dark place that I talk about, all that stuff that I stuffed down in there, I have to talk about it. So I am always trying to share with another human being what's going on inside of me, what's going on in my heart, and what's going on in my mind. So communication is one of the most important things to me. And communication, of course, is not just me talking to other people's people's people, but it's also listening. So I try to, as much as I want somebody else to listen to me with genuine interest in what I'm saying, I try to listen to others with that same genuine interest. And that's not just looking like I'm interested, but actually, um, you know, finding a place for uh, of love for um, what somebody else is, is saying to me and sharing with me. They don't have to share that stuff with me. So I try to acknowledge that the, just the fact that somebody's talking to me about their feelings is really, really important. So the least that I can do is not just listen, but, um, but really process what they're saying and, and, 
digest it and be able to give to react to it and talk to them about about these things that are important to them so um but my other value is health and I think that's pretty obvious right now as I've been very much doing everything I can to take care of my body and I'm doing that through um through a lot of sleeping right now but I also just picked up yoga so I had done yoga for several years and um, seeing that I haven't been able to do any walking um, because it hurts my head the movement of things around me while I'm walking is uh, hurts my head it's hard to explain but um, so yoga is something that that I just started doing again I've done it twice this in the past couple days so um, taking care of my body eating right sleeping all of that good stuff and then the last one I have so I have three values that I pulled up and learning is the third one and so learning has always been really important to me um, I never wanted to graduate from school because I didn't want to stop learning I had no idea that I got to I get to learn my whole life so I really um, I love my job because there's always something new to learn and um, and that's why taking a break from my career right now um, temporarily has been, um, I've been struggling because I don't, I'm trying to find new ways to learn things and uh, learn new things and seek knowledge. And this podcast has been a great way of doing that. So communication, health, and learning. So this is kind of like the high level of those things, but how do I act on a daily basis to align with these values and um, I think that I think for the most part I'm very much trying to align with each of those on a daily basis I am trying to all of the actually all of my values are very much aligned with this podcast and um I don't know how much, oh, I'm learning how to sew, and so, yeah, I think everything that I'm doing right now is very much aligned with with my values on a daily basis, but communication is one that I'm going to hone in on a little bit here because, um, because as I said, somebody pissed me off earlier today, and um, so... I'm going to try to talk through not who it was or what happened, but more of what I need to do inside of me to, uh, to process being pissed off at somebody and not reacting to them and not uh, deciding whether... I need to act on it, um, deciding whether um, I need to stand up for myself. Did this person cross some sort of boundary that I have? So 
Building boundaries are ways for us to support our values and our self-respect. Eleanor Roosevelt said that nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. And along the same lines, in my sobriety recovery, I've learned that nobody can take my serenity I have to hand it over to them. So if somebody rubs me the wrong way, looks at me the wrong way, or just so happens to say something to me that is offensive, I don't have to let that do anything to me. It's my choice whether I decide to be pissed off or not. So this is what happened today. Somebody said something to me and the words that came out of their mouth were not hurtful. They weren't offensive, uh, nothing. But the face that the person made was really, really ugly. It was really ugly and it was disrespectful. So, you know, it's interesting how we can have conversations with people and, um, and you know how, like, we always say that texting isn't great and that's why it's so important to be face-to-face or get on the phone because you can hear inflection in people's voices. You can see people's faces. Well, <laughs> the other holds true as well. Some people say, well, I didn't say th- I didn't say anything to you. Well, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. And that is very, you know... So many times in my life, I have had other individuals um, try to argue with me that, you know, I didn't, I didn't say anything that was mean. I wasn't mean to you. Right. But you were disrespectful with your body language towards me. And so I have to set up boundaries that will help me regulate my reactions. And these boundaries give myself my own accountability because back when I was drinking, if somebody pissed me off and I was drinking, I would lose it. <laughs> I would lose it on that person. And, um, and most likely it was, it was aggressive and it was unnecessarily aggressive. And so that is not the type of self-respecting reaction that I should be having. So that's a boundary. It's uh, the communication that I'm using. That's one of my values. The communication I'm using needs to be respectful. So... Being assertive is very different from being aggressive. So uh, being assertive is something that I really adopted just by having children. 
I had never been assertive my entire life until I had these two children. And you, I don't care who you are, but if you crossed my children wrong or did something that they didn't deserve or something like that, or I needed to stand up for them, I would be assertive. I I remember the first time I was assertive, um, protecting one of my children um, from a situation that I did not feel like was um, appropriate. I didn't even know where I didn't even know where the assertiveness came from. It just like came out of me. Um, And I felt pretty good about it because assertiveness is actually uh, respectful. It's it's respectful communication. And um, on the other end of the spectrum is uh, being passive. So there's being passive and not standing up for yourself. But there's also pausing and making the decision to to not react to somebody. And those are very different as well. So um, so being assertive, um, as I've gotten sober, I've learned how to be assertive uh, for myself, to protect myself, stand up for myself. And assertiveness is not for the purpose of hurting another person. It's for advocating for yourself. It's for showing confidence and respectfully affirming that you have a boundary and that person crossed it. Sometimes, depending on your relationship with the person that you need to show some assertiveness to, Sometimes it feels like you're being really brave. And um, I know that I've had some times that I have been assertive in sobriety and it felt like bravery. And it's, you'll know on the other side of it, if you feel good on the other side, if you were uh, doing it in a respectful way. So Assertiveness should be respectful and cooperative. And just like everything else, it takes practice. So healthy relationships promote intrapersonal and interpersonal boundaries. So what happened this morning? This person um, looked at me the wrong way. at me the wrong way. And, um, and it crossed a boundary with me because they were being disrespectful. There's absolutely no question in my mind that this person was being disrespectful. Did I need to react? Did I react? No, no, I didn't. I didn't have to react because what I did was I immediately stopped. I paused And I thought, I need to understand rather than be understood. That's what I did. And that's exactly what saved me from from damaging my relationship with that person. Because there was a reason why the person reacted the way that 
the the way that they did and um and that's because of the situation that that we were in at the moment so so i took some time to to understand what that person was going through and why uh, that sort of reaction just kind of snapped out of the person and uh, realized that I could absorb that. I didn't need I didn't need to react and bounce back at that person. Um, I can ab- absorb other people's frustrations sometimes. It's, it's because, you know, I talk a lot about having strength and hope enough that you can share with other people. Well, I also feel like I have peace and joy and serenity that sometimes when I have it, a plethora of it, when it's overflowing, usually I can just absorb somebody else's frustrations. Because honestly, it wasn't a big deal. It was, I guarantee you that that person has not thought about it for another second today. And yet I although I didn't think about it all day, I just wanted to talk about it tonight in the podcast. But um, sometimes we'll, you know, if I would have reacted, maybe it would have turned into some big thing. And then there would have had to be um, apologies and maybe some, some resentments and stuff like that. So so I really find that um, to understand them to be understood is is my first go-to when I have a, a situation that could be, could lead to an argument or something like that. Um, and then the other thing is to just pause. And when all else fails, throw it in the God box. And I did not even need to do that today because I feel like I really have the tools that I need right now to continue to, um, to have my, have a sense, a strong sense of self where I can have self-respect. I can respect others and I can show others how I deserve to be treated. And, um, and so that's what I have for you tonight. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.